This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to AOM Radio, Anatomy of Marriage Radio. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. Hey guys, what's up? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. Welcome this morning. Uh, today's show is brought to you by the new and improved Anatomy of Marriage app. Oh my goodness, you guys, we just got the name changed over. Mm-hmm. So Get Your Marriage On is what it used to be called, but now it's called Anatomy of Marriage, and we are so excited about We're it. Excited. If you have never checked it out, check it out now. Go to anatomyofmarriage.com. All right. We do four things. Every single morning, we pray. We share what we are thankful for. We just call it a gratitude. Uh, what I am thankful for that Melanie did and vice versa. And then we share an intention. And then lastly, we do two, one or two questions, conversation starters from the mm-hmm. brand new Newfangled app. Newfangled which app. Which is awesome. What's up, Tierney? What's up, Rochelle? Hello. All right. Ready and to go? Oh. Yes. Well, I was just going to say, today we're talking about, uh, we're answering a listener question about uh, bachelor parties and strip clubs. So I know that sounds crazy, but these are things real people deal with all the time. So right. we're going to, hi, Aaron, we're going to be talking about that. So let's pray. Let's all get right. started. Thank you, Jesus, for your blessings. Thank you for this day. Thank you for the sun outside. And I pray that this day is full of intention and gratitude. And may our hearts be thankful for literally what we have, which is life and opportunity. And you give us hope and uh, opportunity. Like I said, thank you for your blessings. Amen. Amen. All thank right. Uh, we I, Again, we encourage oh. you to pray with your partner. Right now, we're going to do our intention or our gratitudes, mm-hmm. and we encourage you to do the same. Right. What's your gratitude? What are you thankful for that I did recently? Painting the house mm-hmm. still. I came home yesterday. You're hard at work outside listening to your podcasts or books. I don't know what you were listening to. Actually, I just knew you were listening to something. And so what are you doing? You're improving the place that we live, mm-hmm. our property, right? And you're improving your brain and your heart at mm-hmm. the same time. So I really appreciate that you have a growth mindset. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I mean, uh, I am very thankful and have gratitude that yesterday you had a, sort of an insight about how you're treating one of our kids mm. based on family of origin stuff. Yeah. And it was a very, it was really great to hear you say it mm-hmm. and not to feel like I have to tell you something. You right. know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense. Sometimes but- people can say things all they want to, but until you come to that realization, right. things 
may not change. Right. And that's what happened yesterday. And you had the kind of courage, not even kind of, you had the mm-hmm. courage and the all of the things to be able to tell me, hey, I'm doing this bad parenting thing and I'm not meaning to and I need right. to, to talk to you about this. And so I'm so incredibly thankful that you have that humility, courage, and all of those things. Boom, baby. Lots of people don't. <laughs> all right. What's you, up, Delano? How you doing, bud? Hello. What's up, Rob? So really, guys, do these things together with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Pray, do your gratitudes, and then do your intentions, which is basically the behavior you want to do today mm-hmm. based off of things that you did not do so great the day before. Hmm. What are your thoughts? Uh, my intention is to write down and continue to think about what we talked about with uh, parenting and like family of origin stuff. Because mm-hmm. anything that we do with family of origin or if, especially if you have kids, parenting, that does benefit your spouse. Any any work or deep dive that you're doing, that benefits your spouse. So mm-hmm. that's how I can serve you today in a roundabout way, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think that my intention for today relationally and this is going to sound maybe weird but my intention is to get our house to be better inside cleaner mm-hmm. like painting outside and doing all the crazy stuff and kids and ear appointments and vacuuming right. out wax from a kid's ear at the thing like just lots of TMI. stuff but i no not tmi but i am excited and in it can't I'm, i don't know i'm excited about mm-hmm. Doing, I'm excited about more discipline, harder work. Mm-hmm. Sounds weird. Sounds well, weird to say. Well, thank you. Because what we do in the house, again, it affects your spouse and it's like a blessing. <laughs> what we do in the house affects your spouse. It does. <laughs> Sounds like a weird rhyme. Good morning, Lily. What's up, D. D Cooper RN? <sighs> okay. Morning. What's up, Miss Team Myers? So... All right. Let's get to the question here. Ready? Yes. All right. This question comes from the Get Your Marriage On app. And no, it doesn't. You just make things up sometimes. I really think you that's do. What it, no, it doesn't. You're sorry. making that up. It Scratch that. Didn't go come ahead. From our app. Go, go, Someone go, 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 go. sent it in to hello at anatomyofmarriage.com where you can send in your questions or you can send them in during, through the app, which Aaron is says now my Anatomy hair is of Marriage. App. Looking swell. Thanks. Great. Got a haircut. <laughs> nice. So it says, Hello, I really love the show and I've been listening to it as I work. It gets me through the day. Awesome. My boyfriend and I are planning to get engaged soon, and the idea of his friends throwing a bachelor party, which will of course involve hiring a stripper makes my stomach turn i do not like the guys that go to i do not like guys that go to strip clubs i find it offensive on so many levels to me to women to the idea of monogamy i feel like guys get a free pass to cheat in a way during their bachelor parties without being seen as such or like cheating in reality it is an almost fully naked woman tantalizing rubbing on and arousing my partner basically live porn and so And I am so not okay with this, and I need a way to relay this that, number one, doesn't make his friends sneak sneak a stripper, and number two, allows my partner to see a real reason and logic as to why I am asking him not to have one, and number three, doesn't make him, me, seem like a buzzkill. Additionally, this will be his second marriage. The first time around, he did a bachelor party in Vegas with strippers. I'm not okay thinking about it. Um, and he was even propositioned by a stripper. Apparently it's a thing for strippers to offer this kind of thing on bachelor parties. Mm-hmm. So it says, please help me with this. All the best. Hmm. So thank you for sending this question in because vomit. That's a hard question. And right. triple vomit, this happens to people all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it does. I I speak at mops groups and it's totally disgusting mm-hmm. how much women will talk about this stuff as if it is somehow acceptable. And they're like, well, you know, you can't have everything. So mm-hmm. I guess I'm just going to go see a stripper, you know, whatever. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It's totally deplorable. What are right. your thoughts on it? I think that, uh, yeah, it is culturally normalized. But just because it's culturally normalized doesn't mean it's okay. Mm-hmm. Right? And let's think about it this way. Uh, so you're going to get married. And 
let's put it in a different scenario. When you told me this question came through, I was like, all right. Hey, Melanie, before we get married, let's go literally get as many credit cards as we can and go into debt, right? Mm. So this is it's almost... It's a debt party. Like, it's a debt party. And this is that would be a bad idea, right? Oh, but everybody does it. You know, you got to have a blowout or whatever, you know, before you get a married. A debt party. One last hurrah or whatever. Uh, you, you would think... Every, most people think that, that would be a bad idea. Right. And not wise, right? Mm-hmm. So this is almost like a... Uh, let's go into some moral debauchery, debauchery debt kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, and normalize it, right? Right. So one thing, uh, the the um, yes, you are the sum of the five people you hang out with the most, right? <laughs> so I would literally go, okay, your friends, your buddies, your pals, your amigos are saying, hey, bro, let's go, mm-hmm. you know, I'll get you a stripper or, or whatever. Uh, okay. Is that, uh, that, that's, you know, what, what books are these dudes reading? What podcasts are they listening to? What? How about this? Don't make excuses for your boyfriend's idiot friends. Right. How about that? And well, okay. Uh, hiring a stripper is not, is not required. Right. Had an awesome bachelor party for my brother-in-law without a stripper. It was a great time. Talk about it and make it a point and that's not okay. Yeah. I've been to no bachelor parties like this with a stripper ever and the it wasn't really even bachelor parties. It was like just a dude's thing. It's like, hey, let's go to... You mean when your friends got married, you did... Right. It, it was considered a bachelor party, but you didn't right. do the bachelor party things. Right. There were That's like bonfires and cigars and like walks down long gravel roads and mm-hmm. just stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, uh, <clears throat> hey, Jimmy, what's up? Uh, hey, so, I don't know. It's like, okay, yes, obviously we are against strippers and bachelor parties Not like the this. humans that are like... We're not against humans who are strippers. They are image bearers of God. That's not what we're saying. We are against the the idea of bringing strippers into your marriage and strip clubs. Right. Because that is not healthy. Just like if, if, so we get married with the intention of we want to have a good marriage, right? Uh, We get married also with the intention of, or at least the preferred intention of, hey, Let's let's be good with money when we get married. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, be wise. Let's invest. Mm-hmm. Let's be good stewards of money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so just like if you want to have a good marriage, you don't want to start it off with a bachelor part party of drunken dudes and strippers around. Mm-hmm. Just like if we want to have a good uh, financial mm-hmm. health, we don't say let's get credit cards. Oh, and we get married. Sure, we won't invite credit cards back over. You know, no strippers when we get married. But mm-hmm. why? Why do that in the first place? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's so essentially it's the not, worst. It's not wise. I, I think it's it's it, well, it's not it's not good, right? It is bad. Let's levels. say it that way. Right. So I think it's really inviting the dumbest. How about this? Let's just all say now, bachelor parties are from the devil. If you have a stripper at them, <laughs> right? They are the worst. Um, kickoff to a marriage they are literally the worst kickoff and Mm -hmm. people fight about this kind of crap all the time Mm -hmm. let's see so i understand oh maybe a good chance to use what seth and melanie have been taking talking Talking about about. with presenting as a new opportunity maybe let him know about these other bachelor party options seth is talking about in that way i love that yes that's awesome brandon uh and i will say that your bachelor party was like you went to get what is that place called it game, was it, game land uh, in something Seattle. like that. Like it was honestly kind of lame because even well, 
okay, all, you guys know our story and like our communication and our, you know, <laughs> it wasn't the best, right? And a lot of people said, how are you still married? You shouldn't have gotten married in the first place. And I remember we had a big argument on that uh, on right before our wedding uh, day because you thought that Oops. we were going to do go do crazy stuff. But no, we went and watched a movie and played video games and like my little brother was there. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it was... But it was fun. We we went and played games. My my friends, the guys from Emory, uh, took me out and we just went and did stuff in Seattle. Yeah, and it was it was cool. And it was nothing bad. Mm-hmm. I don't even think we drank. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So let's talk about uh, options. Let's mm-hmm. give this lady options mm-hmm. because I think that might be what she's struggling with. But I do want to say before we give options that you are setting yourself up for failure down the road if you allow this. Hey, I know Chris, that sounds up, weird, man? but if you literally so what you what you what is that quote? What you accept the behavior you accept mm-hmm. is the behavior you, you you condone. What am I saying? Uh, well, there's a million different ways to say it, but you uh you allow the behavior you um, accept. Yeah. Something like that. You accept the behavior you allow? <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, if yeah. you... So here's a perfect example. If Seth said, I want to go to a strip club, it's my engagement or it's my bachelor party. I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, but I don't want you to go. I'm going to pout. I'm going to be mad. I'm going to say whatever. But then I'm going to let him go. Mm-hmm. You know how he's going to treat me for the rest of our marriage? Right. Like a sack of crap that he can ignore and mm-hmm. do whatever he wants to about. That's my issue with this question. Right. Is it's like... Your future husband sounds kind of like a jerk if he's thinking not the we, the we, the us. He's thinking me, me, my mm-hmm. strip club, mm-hmm. right? I don't care if he was married before and went to Vegas. He shouldn't care if he was married before and went to Vegas. Mm-hmm. That's not the relationship he's in now. Right. And if you let him do this, girl, you are setting yourself up to be a doormat. And mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be mean. And I'm hoping he's not a total jerk, but that's what I think. What you allow to happen in your life, you promote. Yes, yeah, that's great. It's, it's that same idea. Come on. F- but we can never expand the question. Okay, oh, there we here go. We go. Uh, she, should, she should state her thoughts and how she would be disapproving of something like that. My wife did that to me, and I had no intentions of strip clubs or strippers. But me and the boys went on a chartered shark fishing trip and then drank beer and barbecued. That, that sounds, sounds amazing. like the most best thing ever and my buddy who was a captain what's up captain chris uh does that type of thing that's amazing hint hint tuna run (laughs) salmon run halibut run anyway (laughs) but so so uh, let's see but allow that implies she can control his behavior i do completely agree this should be an open topic of conversation and what her personal boundaries will be if Mm -hmm. he continues Mm -hmm. i i mean uh, allow i'm gonna let it be as ugly and nasty sounding mm-hmm. as that. I will mm-hmm. not allow Seth to ever go to a strip club. And right. if he does, you know where he's going to live? Not in my house. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I will not allow that behavior. Right. Th- that is my boundary. That mm-hmm. is the boundary that I set, not just for me, for him and our children. Mm-hmm. I don't care how much that hurts his feelings. Right. I can control his behavior so, in that way. Does that in, make sense? So, in, yes, in that way, but that's going to, I think some people take that and go, oh, how about this? H, no. Don't take it and be weird. Just right. look at it for the healthy boundaries so, that it builds. Uh, this is a perfect example. So with our youngest little kid, uh, Miss <clears throat> Sassy Pants, um, <laughs> she was having a hard time, I think yesterday, and you were on your run or something, uh-huh. and she was all like literally whining around and talking back, and I said, uh, <laughs> what did I say to her? I said, Hattie Lou, when you talk that way, I do not accept it, mm-hmm. and I will not. I, I don't know if I said engage or I think I like, you know, used kid words. I yeah. said, and I will not 
be in this conversation when you talk this way. I will not. Mm -hmm. And I walked away and she was like, (laughs) right? (laughs) So what I did there was I I stated my boundaries Uh because I'm the parent. And in a romantic relationship, you absolutely can state your Mm -hmm. boundaries. Hey, you know what? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like the Bible first, anything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial, right? right? You can go do that, Mm -hmm. but there is a consequence and there is a line that I draw Uh for that. And it is not beneficial to our marriage. And I know that Mm -hmm. no matter uh, all the reasons you say that Mm -hmm. you, you believe or you're being lied to, to believe that they are right. I know that for a fact, like if you wanted to go spend a open, you know, three credit cards, and spend a ton of money. Mm-hmm. I would say, you can do that. You are not allowed to put my name on there or anything else. <laughs> you would not let and me And you are that. completely <laughs> responsible, but right. I am not participating. Right. I am, you know. Yeah. And then you can make your decision. Of course, if you did that, then I'm like, we have a lot of other things to talk right. about other than some goofy credit card right. thing. You know and what the, I'm saying? There's a couple things that come to mind with this, like vote with your feet, right? Mm-hmm. You're, if you allow this type of behavior especially at the literal onset of your marriage, you are going to be in for a crappy, 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 crappy marriage. And let's contrast what we're actually saying. Mm -hmm. So you're saying, I want to protect the monogamy of our marriage. I want to protect my husband's heart and eyes and and the like sexual intimacy within my marriage. And I do not, I feel particularly interested in my husband looking at strippers, going to a strip club, going out with his friends, getting hammered and Mm -hmm. all of this stuff. Um, but he is willing to sacrifice all of the the health of your relationship mm-hmm. to look at a naked lady like right. jostling her bits around like but, really so but got I was like guys and women too don't think of it that way that's why I'm saying they aren't it that saying way. like what is is literally like three hours and you're saying the rest of our marriage and that's that is literally the only right. reason I'm saying it that way right. you are taking uh, one experience. The dumbest experience possible, objectifying mm-hmm. a human. I absolutely, again, I do not hate people who are strippers. They're people, right? I'm not saying I hate them. I just think there's so much incredibly saddening, heartbreaking pain in that world and why it exists. Well, there's drugs. We talked about there's it a couple days so ago. There's so much stuff there that's just... And trafficking and all this terribly stuff. Terribly unhealthy. Aaron says, and let's not lie, engaging in strip club envi- in a strip club environment is a part of your sexual relationship. Right. Those images and those thoughts will affect your mm-hmm. partner's thoughts when you are having your own sexy time. Right. Yeah. And the thing, too, we get questions all the time where people are like, uh, wives usually are like, I can't get it out of my head that my husband has looked at porn and all I can think of when we're having sex is he's thinking about them mm-hmm. right same thing if all I can think of when on our wedding night the beginning of the rest of our lives together is he's thinking about the girl in the strip club or the girls or women or all of the whatever right, right. how dumb is that mm-hmm. men if you are saying to yourself I just want to have a bachelor party and have a stripper blah, 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 like mm-hmm. way honestly what you are putting like what is at stake it's right. such a stupid It's kind of like inviting in a roommate that's not going to go away for a while. Right. It's like uh, a really long no. time. Uh, my husband went my husband went to his friend's bachelor party, no intention of strip clubs, but he got super drunk and blacked out and was still taken there. Hmm. Yeah, so there's another danger. You could end up, I mean that's with alcohol mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So use caution, which we're not against alcohol. You can drink, but 
yeah, dumb things happen when people drink and do other drugs. Everybody knows Everything that. in moderation. I mean, right. I, well, I just think... Except strip clubs. What? <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, I sorry, I meant drinking. I meant the drinking right. part. Everything in moderation, right. but no strip clubs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it still hurts me that he went, even though he says he blacked out and remembers nothing except lights? That yeah. Sounds, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, yeah, I just think it's important to, to, I really appreciate the person sending this question in. I hate that this is something that people deal with so much and that women in particular think it's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yes, men need to like unidiotify themselves mm-hmm. and figure it out. This isn't okay. Like weigh what you're actually mm-hmm. doing. I'm going to dishonor my future spouse, mm-hmm. the mother, the future mother of my children, the future partner I'm going to spend my life with. You know what? Who cares what you think? I want to look at someone naked. Mm-hmm. You're an idiot. Yeah. You are an idiot. Putting it in that context is very stark and very black and white. But I just, from being a counselor for a million years, is like, people don't think that way. It's just like... And that's the truth just, of it. Just this once, you know? And this lady says, how do I not be a buzzkill? It's hard not to be a buzzkill when you are the minority in thinking that something is wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Especially in our culture and blah, 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 and all this stuff. It's like, oh, the dudes, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. that. I will be honest, it's just hard, you know? So how would you say, like, okay, um, I want you to put yourself in a perspective that is not you or your brain or your experience right now and say, how would you work around this to not be the buzzkill? Because I know right away you'd be like, I don't care about a buzzkill. I'm going to say it and just forget it. But let's think uh, more I, I mean, I objectively go to, here. I can't remember who said it. Um, I don't remember who said it in the comments, but the new opportunity. It's, mm-hmm. a new, it's, a, it's an idea for a new opportunity. I mean, I would come in all guns loaded and be the biggest buzzkill you ever saw. Cause I right. don't, but, but I know you asked me not to do that. that, but I want to right now. Uh, but the new opportunity in this, if we were to look at it that way is come up with suggestions. You could use the clearing structure in the anatomy of marriage app. Mm-hmm. It is a free tool. It's in the toolbox of the anatomy of marriage app. Go to anatomy and get it in the clearing structure. It walks you through an interactive problem-solving tool called the clearing structure, and you will say, dear stupid engaged partner who wants to go to a strip club, dear John, (laughs) uh, when you want to go to a strip club, it makes me feel... Then you have a Rolodex of options of emotions Mm -hmm. you can feel in your own. It makes me feel worthless, ugly, like a piece of crap, like you don't value my opinion. Mm. Here's why. Then you fill out, why does it make me feel bad? Mm -hmm. Because it seems like it dishonors our marriage. I don't think it's necessary. Mm-hmm. It hurts my feelings. Then you go on to the next thing. Uh, you know, So it literally walks you through. Mm-hmm. Every step of the clearing structure is like having a therapist hold your hand. Nothing is confusing. Mm-hmm. Nothing doesn't make sense. It's all there. They walk. We walk you through how you feel, what, the, what your thoughts are. Then we come out at the very end of it with new options. So maybe instead of going to a strip club, you could... Go on, uh, like, go hunting, go bow hunting, go to an axe throwing range, go Mm -hmm. bowling, go fishing, go do all those things Mm -hmm. to have, like, a camping, whatever. Who, I don't know, skin an animal. I don't know. Do whatever the (laughs) crap you want to do, but don't. I don't know. Is that what guys do? Oh, my goodness. Go to squirrel and Uh, skin it. uh, But, but that, and then at the end of the clearing structure, 
in our app, you guys hear what I am saying. Mm -hmm. At the end of this actual tool, it creates, it generates a paragraph that your partner can read. Mm -hmm. So it says their name in it. It says, Dear Seth, when you said you wanted to go to a strip club, it really hurt my feelings because it made me feel like you don't care about them. Mm -hmm. And that reminds me of when I was, mm -hmm. you know, in middle school and people made mm -hmm. fun, whatever. And then it walks you and through. And also, and that is not the foundation that I want to start our marriage on. Absolutely not. Right? Absolutely not. And if, if so, let's look at the underlying kind of thing here. Mm -hmm. I don't really even think it's the, oh, strip club. Yeah, let's go. It's the whole thing below that. And what is the foundation that this relationship, this marriage is on, you know? And I, I'm, I'm just trying to be like the devil's advocate here of like what he may say. He's like, it's one time. We've been together for a year and a half and we love each other and we're great together. And it's w this one thing. I'm like, okay, you know, but uh, this one thing is probably going, well, not probably, it's going to go into the relationship, the marriage relationship. And then what are other one things, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. what are other one things? Well, let me, let me just buy this, you know, uh, $800 uh, gun that I've been looking at for a long time. It's just one time. Well, mm -hmm. you already have five. So, mm -hmm. you, know, you know what I'm saying? And well, let me just do this. So uh, here's, here's the advice that I, I would give. I think two pieces of advice. So for this lady, I would say, of course, use the clearing structure, like you said. But even almost more importantly than the clearing structure, say... I do not agree with this, condone it, or anything. And if you do this, it will affect our other relationship. You are free to do it, but everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Uh -huh. And state your very clearest boundaries. And I'm going to kind of lean back into the, the woman here. Um, what are you okay with? What are you not okay with? Obviously, you're not okay with this, but are you not okay with it enough to be like, I'm going to really kind of... Uh -huh state some stuff here and mm -hmm. you honestly have to do some kind of soul searching even and you know uh, for me uh as a number nine you know i don't like conflict so i'd be like Ugh. but it's like you have to take a stand because what you allow you agree to mm -hmm. what you allow you agree to so i would say that and then also go get some premarital counseling oh what yeah the best marriage workbook ever we have it for sale it was 25 <laughs> bucks now it's 10 bucks so Go get that. It takes you through all kinds of stuff and has conversation starters that, whoa, I've never even thought about that, but I see how that's been playing mm -hmm. out in my life and relationships over and over and over. It, yeah. So I would absolutely go and get the workbook. And then also, if you wanted an additional layer of that, go to getfaithful.com forward slash mm -hmm. anatomy of marriage to get hooked up with a licensed counselor. Oh, guess what? They have premarital counselors too. Mm -hmm. They have couples counselors. They have every kind of counselor, depression, anxiety, right. sexual issues, all kinds of stuff. Go hook up with them. Getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. What's up, Carrie? I uh, saw some pictures of you guys. You looking good. Looking good. Um, looking good. Uh, uh, I think it, what's really important here, too, I want to really state this very clearly. We partnered with Get Faithful, with Faithful Counseling, and you can go mm -hmm. to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to, to learn about the teletherapy world and fill out their amazing survey to help you figure out. And you don't even have to sign up for anything. Just fill out the survey, look mm -hmm. at it. But why I'm saying that this is almost one of the most important things that you can do in this particular scenario is you're not married yet, mm -hmm. right? You're not even engaged. You're not even engaged. Yet. The worst thing you could possibly do is allow your boyfriend to get engaged and then go to strip clubs and then try to fix the mess that he is making because mm -hmm. he's apparently a jerk, right? So that's the worst thing you could do. Just 
Let it happen. How so it's hold on. Ha- no, don't interrupt me for the love of Pete. You keep interrupting me. And then you tell me not to interrupt you. <laughs> so you that is the worst thing for your marriage mm-hmm. that you can do is nothing. The worst thing you can do is nothing. Allow him to go fight with him about it. The, the first best step is use the clearing structure in the Anatomy of Marriage app. That's the first best step. The second best step is go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage and see a counselor now. Mm-hmm. If it, I don't know how much it costs. I don't know what the average price of premarital counseling or regular counseling is. I mean, it's like $140 an hour or something, depending right. on... It can range. Right. But if it costs you, let's just say high estimate, mm-hmm. $200 to figure this crap out now mm-hmm. before you're even married. Is it worth it? Good Lord, it's worth every right. penny. I mean, it is worth every nickel and dime that you could spend right now mm-hmm. to not plant this into your marriage like a weed, right? If This is like blackberry bushes in your marriage. It's mm. prickly, thorny. It's going to tear you apart. It's, it really is going to tear you apart if you do nothing. So there, that's what I would suggest. The two steps is get the app, get the Anatomy of Marriage app, go to anatomyofmarriage.com and then, and or, and or both, get go to getfaithful.com and mm-hmm. get or getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage and right. get counseling because there is no better time to get counseling mm-hmm. than right now because otherwise and, you're setting a precedent. And let me say something, and with a real counselor too, uh, we had premarital counseling with a pastor who we didn't even know and yeah. we, all, we all, we all, it was, it was it's kind of a joke. Well, it, it wasn't as deep or as thorough as it could have been, right? So as a, th- as a licensed therapist myself, obviously I'm going to advocate for other licensed therap- therapists because I believe in the power and the strength of real therapy. You know, and I'm not saying, I mean, we had a, a couple of pastors who did some counseling, not premarital, but other counseling with us, and it was... But it they was, were therapists. Yeah, he was a therapist again. So Go, uh, go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy marriage. Don't have a yeah. pretend counselor at your church trying yeah. to help you out because they be won't. Dangerous. It can be very dangerous. And it so, was bad in our mm-hmm. yeah. our counselor told us to get divorced <laughs> so well he didn't say I mean, he, he said, said oh, divorce is, oh. and we're well, like what are you saying i guess he's true like it was possible right so are strip clubs <laughs> those are possible yeah so i wanted to oh okay it says hello I've, i love listening to your this is a new this question is a totally unrelated question the way. But we want to ask hello answer. i love listening to your podcast i've been uh listening to it for almost a year now it has helped me realize that i want to become a marriage and family therapist Yay! awesome uh go to uh anything that anthony o'neill does to talk about going to college for debt free trust me you will thank me later okay. so anyway do you have any resources podcasts posts etc talking about what to think about when applying to programs and how to prepare to oh okay so this is basically directed towards exactly me Yes, I'm not a therapist. Take it away. Well, I thought it was going to be a question about marriage. No, like, no, oh. no, no. So do you have any resources? Um, let me see. Well, yeah, I did give a resource. Anything that Anthony, Anthony O'Neill puts out. O'Neill is O-N-E-A-L. He is a Ramsey personality. And his whole thing is talking about going to college debt-free. And my experience... Okay, so... That's one resource. Being debt-free in college is is very, very, very important. And as important is picking a good school. I suggest and have very strong feelings about going to uh, an uh, an accredited, it's called co-amped school, C-O-A-M. 
FTE, and that means... Uh, no one cares. Keep on. Okay, sorry. But anyway, go to an AAMFT, also accredited school. That means uh, American Association of Marriage and Family Therapy. And if, if this is if you're in the United States. And also a brick-and-mortar school. I have a very, very, very strong bias against completely online schooling especially for higher education degrees like master's and PhD programs because you do not get, uh, okay, you get some book knowledge and stuff and you learn stuff here and there, but it is not as thorough and uh, as uh, compre- um, comprehensive as it needs to be. You got to be in close contact. You got to be in proximity. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ken Coleman talks about the proximity principle. You got to be around therapy people live eat and breathe this stuff you got to be around that Mm -hmm. to really dive in to have those conversations to go to the library to talk to your other colleagues in your cohort and all this stuff so Mm -hmm. i went to seattle pacific university which is a very good school um there are uh two there are a couple degree types um uh, uh, uh let's see a master of arts which doesn't have the research component i have a master's of science so for we, therapy for therapy so we did research we did uh statistical analysis and anova scales and all this stuff and it's it's more comprehensive research you had to present all this stuff so a master's in science in my opinion is preferable to an ma a master of arts in uh, marriage and family therapy so um yeah just try that so uh, interview you want to talk to people who have gone to those schools uh, email me i'll i'll talk to you about spu all day uh there are other obviously reputable schools uh vanderbilt in tennessee is really good let's see um there's a lot out here pacific lutheran university out in mm-hmm. the seattle area uh, seattle pacific university obviously but beware of just online schools. It's tempting because you're like, get your degree in two, in two years, and you can do this and take one class, you know, every year, and basically you, you they give you a master's degree. Uh, that's not that's gonna that's gonna serve you not as good as it could in the long run. Mm-hmm. So, and I would say you did mention Ken Coleman. He is a Ramsey personality, and he has a book called Proximity Principle, which I just finished actually this week. And one of the things that he talks about is. Get around the people who are doing what you're doing where it's happening. Mm-hmm. So, or doing what you want to do where it's happening. So, right. you're saying, do you have any resources, et cetera, talking about what to think about when applying to programs and how to prepare and what to expect? I would suggest, like, look up people who talk about this stuff all the time, uh, specifically who have podcasts or shows. Like, you got to do the research. How about that? We're not going to point you to the right thing. Just start Googling and look on YouTube, like, what to expect with the blah, blah, blah. And then start making actual connections, real people, and saying, mm-hmm. hey, uh, hey, family therapist, or hey, pediatrician, or hey, um, zoologist, mm-hmm. can I ask you? five minutes worth of questions about your craft or your particular thing. And most people who are passionate about that stuff will absolutely be, yeah. Yeah. I, I, you probably don't even know this, but I have gone to coffee and had meetings with so many prospective Mm -hmm. MFT students Mm -hmm. just in the field. Like they find me, they email me and I'm like, yeah, come to my office. We'll talk for 30 minutes. Usually been, ends up being an hour, but yeah. When you said in the field, all I could think of is you and someone having coffee in a field. <laughs> like we're at... Like a wheat field. We're in the field. With the grass flying. But I think that it's really important to think about that. Okay. When and how do y'all make time to read? I want to read all these books, but cannot seem to find time with the kids and a husband. Good hmm. question. Great. Ca- hey, Marriage Podcast, what's up? Hey. I will absolutely tell you one thing. You have the same amount of hours as I do. And me. And Melanie. 
And guess what? We have three kids. And guess what? I did 75 hard, and now Melanie is doing it, and she finds time to read every time. Mm -hmm. So anything that you commit to, if I have a term paper due in six weeks, guess how long that term paper is going to take for me to to, to write? Six weeks. If I have six days, it's going to take six days. So work expands for the time allotted, and that is literally called something somebody's law of something, right? <laughs> That's wow. so lame. Somebody's law of something, right? But right. it's true, right? So what? Cancel your cable. It does wonders for reading. Ooh, Absolutely, I love that. We don't have cable. We canceled it years ago. Right. So if you commit to it and say no matter what, I will read. 10 pages a day. I will, whatever. Are the John Deloney IG, lo- IG lives. lives going to be on the podcast? We do you some know, of them on the podcast. The audio is really hard to capture, so yeah. we'll figure so it out. Sometimes but we do, sometimes we don't. Let me but address this question still about reading. All so right. <clears throat> this is all about your behaviors. It's not about your desire to read, mm. how much you like reading, if you can read. It's about the mm-hmm. behaviors. Mm-hmm. So years ago, I basically stopped watching television. Parkinson's altogether. Law. That sounds exactly right. Thanks, Marriage Podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Years ago, I stopped watching TV almost entirely. I watch maybe an hour of TV a week. Except for Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, gosh. I do not watch any (laughs) real anything of anything. But um, that would be a good one to watch. But I don't watch any TV pretty Mm. much. I will occasionally watch something like Making the Cut or The Great British Baking Show or like Time to Eat with Nadia Hussein. But when I watch TV, I work out Mm -hmm. every single time. I stretch. I mean, there's rarely a time when I don't work out when I'm watching TV. Multitask. yes, cutting your cable is enormously beneficial for being able to read because it stops you from sitting down and watching TV. Also, being aware of how much time you're spending on Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook, like scrolling through stuff you don't care about. Mm -hmm. uh, Read your, what is it called? The thing on your phone, screen time. Look at your screen Mm -hmm. time every day. Did you know that that exists? Yes. It tells you how long you're on your phone, Mm -hmm. right? Like look at your patterns of your behaviors and see what you can weed out. For example, this every day I have to read 10 pages of a like a self-improvement type of book. Mm -hmm. So sometimes that's easy because the books are kind of like bigger font, easier to read. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's really hard. Like the Sex God in the Conservative Church (laughs) is a textbook. I had to read 10 pages of a textbook every day. But I have started reading at around 5.30 in the morning. I started mm-hmm. reading Viktor Frankl's um, mm-hmm. Man's Search, Man for, Search meaning. for Meaning. I read, I've already read my 10 pages. Mm-hmm. I read them before 6 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And it's about finding time. But I do want to say, audiobook, audiobook, audiobook. Mm-hmm. I do everything while listening to audiobooks. I do the dishes, do the laundry, I do my jogging, mm-hmm. I weed whack. I do literally almost anything you can do, I do while listening to audiobooks. So work smarter, not harder. Right. One, one thing that, uh, that I do when I'm driving, like, okay, just veg out and listen to talk radio. Uh, okay, boring. Or when I'm running, when I did 75 hard, when I'm running or walking for 45 minutes, Listen to an audiobook. Uh-huh. I'm physically exercising, right? Getting my brain and body right. And then I'm putting things in mm-hmm. that are pushing me and encouraging me. Uh, Lily Hay says, yes, yeah. yes, audiobooks. And if you want to, I guess I feel guilty telling my husband and kids that I need alone time. <gasps> Michelle. Oh, girl. I'm about to slap you. Nope. No. <laughs> I want you to challenge that thought Mm-mm. because. It is called, well, it's called a million things. Self-care, whatever, that gets thrown around all the time. But think about this analogy. 
What do they always say when you fly an airplane? Uh, what? An airplane. Flying an airplane? Flying that was an the airplane. That's way to say that. I know, I was just trying to be funny. Uh, when you fly an airplane, put your own mask on before you reach over and put your kids on. Oh, but I'd love my kids. I got to put it on. Guess what? If you're passed out for lack of oxygen, little two year old isn't going to know how to put a mask on. Right. Right? So take care of yourself, mm-hmm. not in a selfish way, not in a way that moms and dads have been made to feel guilty of. Mm-hmm understand okay what did jesus do you know there's all kinds of sermons about this right when he was in the garden he's like peace out y'all don't ask me anything don't talk right. to me leave me alone i'm going over here mm-hmm. to pray and meditate and really think deeply about stuff right and then he came back he did that all the time he did that all the time right he would leave so crowds of people and i go- read before i go to sleep sometimes it's only a few pages mm-hmm. but i just have but i have just incorporated reading back into my schedule right. good that's awesome. I cleaned our I cleaned ours while listening to Tony Robbins I love yesterday. Tony Robbins. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think th- I think what Seth is saying is so accurate that we get told that I say accurate. Th- oh gosh. We get this idea that somehow taking the time for ourselves to read is mm-hmm. damaging or not good or whatever. But let me tell you, this is going to sound really unrelated for a moment. I was literally thinking about this last night. Mm-hmm. I was in our bathroom and for some reason, all of our children were in there because they can't be more than seven feet away from me. And I was doing what is called cupping. I don't know if you've heard of this. You, like, you know how like weird like actresses like have the big glass cups on mm-hmm. your back? Mm-hmm. And that's a ancient healing thing whatever but i have i bought silicone cups right. and they're amazing and i love them and i put oil all over my body and i do cupping because it's fabulous mm-hmm. and i was literally thinking about it yesterday because i thought oh should i feel bad like seth's out there with the kids by himself and yes. i'm in here just like rubbing oils on my body and cupping like what a, what am i what? right and mm-hmm. then of course all the kids came into the bathroom anyway so it didn't matter but i was thinking about it and i'm like why on earth why on earth would i be made to feel bad for the like 90 minutes, I don't cup for 90 minutes, but you know, taking mm-hmm. one hour or two hours to literally only focus on my mental wellness. That's more than 90 minutes. Just quit. <laughs> why would I do that? Why would right. I be, why would I be upset about that? Right? I mean, it's dumb. We mm-hmm. want to, I don't know. I'm not trying to be mad at you, but I'm so mad at you. <laughs> you do what you need to do. Yeah. And read the books that you need to read. Mm-hmm. If you want to go take a bath for mm-hmm. two hours, I don't care. You do it. It'll make you a better mom. It'll make you a better wife. Mm-hmm. And if your spouse doesn't get that, say, hey, spouse, you need to get this. Mm-hmm. And if they still don't get it, get the Anatomy of Marriage app. Right. Go through the clearing structure. Help them get it in a loving and careful. Don't touch my back like you're. he wants me to finish and I'm fired up. Anyway, doesn't matter. Hey, Hatisha, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for asking that question. And I really encourage you to read. Take the time to do it. Do what you need to do. Mm -hmm. It's the best thing ever. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Preach. All right. So I like it when we get on like preaching rants, you know, because I get super fired up about stuff and nothing was better than the huge rant that I went on. It wasn't a rant. It was all completely relevant and concise when we were at the marriage conference that we did in uh, Kentucky. Oh, yeah. In, or in Louisville. Mm-hmm. Remember? That was totally rad. Anyway, love you guys. Oh, we have to do a question. So, okay, we're going to do one question today. This is in the family, family category, I just right? It. I don't know if that's a good What one. is the most surprising thing about being a parent? So, he, so Seth is looking at the Anatomy of Marriage app <clears throat> that mm-hmm. is 
brand spankingly new called Anatomy of Marriage app. I'm so excited about it. You can download it right now and do the conversation starters with your spouse. Just like we do prayers, gratitude, intentions every day. Do the conversation starters. This is the best way to rekindle connection. Okay, so... uh, Oh my gosh. In the family section of the conversation starters, here's the question. What is the most surprising thing about being a parent? mm. I would say what I think is most surprising is how much it... What is the word? It is so... It reflects back... Your children reflect back to you Mm -hmm. what you do wrong. Exactly. And it's like this mirror. It's like a honesty mirror or something. Yeah. And then you look at the behavior you've been doing that you're getting mad at your own child for that is something you actually taught them. Right. That is a very like, oh, Oh, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, it's a magnifying glass mirror, Mm -hmm. right? And so two things. When the kids were born, I was like, okay. I am nothing. I will give this tiny baby everything and kill or do or destroy anything that gets in their way or harms anything, right? It's just like, okay, I am the world and no one can stop me. Right. That kind of like fierce warrior Uh love, you know, at least for a a dad kind Uh of thing. Like, don't even, don't even think about thinking about it. You know what I'm saying? And then also the very opposite of that, of like, I will destroy you, kid. You know, because they do push buttons and they point back like right. exactly and it's just mind blowing. So it's a it's a it's a dichotomy right. of like most love imaginable to right. <sighs> let me strangle you. you. you Get a little saying? closer. Yeah. What Which I think is, is funny. Is, That's just being real. Hopefully right, you guys yeah. can relate to that. Right now we have three tweens. I just realized yesterday, Hattie is a tween officially. That is so goofy. I disagree Knock with that. An eight-year-old, a tween. That's just like labeling. That's bull crap. Oh, quit it. No, I just that's think it's total... funny. She's got hormonal stuff going on. That's why she cries is, all the time. That is bull crap that labels people and pigeonholes people. You're mean. I, well, I I'm not saying funny. I I like you. I just don't like that term because some stupid scientist made Knock it up. Knock it off. Anyway, love you guys. Oh, my gosh. Don't be a stupid scientist. <laughs> <laughs> somebody funny. agrees with me yeah an eight-year-old a tween let him be a freaking eight-year-old the reason that they're let me tell you what it is because my neighbor my best friend <sighs> is a pediatrician the chemicals the hormonal she's actually going through like prepubescent hormonal changes right now that's really literally is why she's so angry mm-hmm. she's angry and she cries and she doesn't know why and she literally says i get so mad and then i'm so mean and i'm not trying to and i can't stop it right she is having pre-teen hormonal but stuff i'm not going, going to label that behavior as oh you're a tween so no I, I don't mean that right. like that'd be like labeling this question as oh well you're getting engaged go to strip clubs right. like yeah. no I don't mean it that way but anyway I'm glad Lily is LMAO 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 anyway we love you guys thanks for hanging out all morning and go to anatomyofmarriage.com to get the new Anatomy of Marriage app you guys we are so flipping excited about it and if you like what we're doing please share our show and rate it and review it on iTunes that does more for us than you can possibly imagine also sorry rate the app too oh yes please rate the app we have very 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 few app ratings so please rate the Mm -hmm. app if you love it only give it five stars if you don't you're a jerk you have no idea how hard it was to make this app and i'm i'll spank you anyhow we love you i'm pressing the button have a wonderful day all right all right bye